guys, it's Rami. We're talking Minnesota sports five days a week on Score North Live. Available on Apple, Spotify, the Score North mobile app, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you only have time to listen to one segment from today's show, here it is right now. He is going to go. Drew Pearson. He got it. Touchdown. Cowboys Radio on the call. Score North Live here on 1500. ScoreNorth.com and the Score North mobile app. Rami Makloff, Danny Cunningham, Manny Hill on the other side of the glass. As always, finish this sentence for Score North Live. A Gophers win Saturday would be the biggest thing in Minnesota sports since. And you can do that by tweeting at SKOR North. We will uh, also open the phone calls for that at 651-646-8255. But joining us on the show right now, the guy who caught that pass in that highlight that you just heard, former Cowboys wide receiver Drew Pearson joins us on Score North Live. Drew, how are you this afternoon? I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me. It's funny Manny opened with that highlight because uh, when when I said at the beginning of the show we were going to have you on, I got this tweet, and this is from a tweeter, not from me, Drew, okay? So take take that with a grain of salt. He said, you have to ask Drew Pearson how he got away with pushing off Nate Wright and if he saw the Corby whiskey bottle being thrown before it knocked out the referee. Well, first of all, I didn't push off. I was... uh... Making a move. There was contact. I give you that. Okay. You know, I brought my I brought my outside arm and swung it. We call it the swim move. We receivers use to get the outside, uh, get inside position on a defensive back. So I brought my outside arm and swung it to get that inside position. And doing that, yeah, there was contact with Nate Wright. But sure. hey, we're both running downfield, full speed, uh, and sometimes even the slightest amount of contact can make somebody fall. So, uh, no, there was no deliberate push, and I was able just to make a play. But everybody talks about that push-off play, but no one talks about the play two plays before the Hail Mary, guys. The fourth and 16, where I ended up catching it for 22 yards in the first down to set up the Hail Mary two plays later. So there's a lot of things that happened in that game that uh, led us to that position, so we're just happy we're able to win it by a hail mary. Did you just say Nate Wright flopped? Is that what you just said, Drew Pearson? That he flopped when you said even hey, the littlest can, bit of contact. You can call it what you want. We're playing football. This is not golf for tennis. That's right. <laughs> This is my living. I, I make a living off of that. You know? So I'm going to try to make a play. And if he can't stand the resistance of that. <laughs> I mean, defensive backs are just a bunch of crybabies they're anyways, soft, right? right, Drew? They're soft. Oh, they're, always, they're, they're really soft nowadays. But back in the day, they were pretty, they were pretty tough. But uh, uh, we, still, we still were able to have success, even though they were pretty tough back in the day. Like a Mel Blunt. With Pittsburgh Steelers, oh my God, he was the best I've ever played against by far. Drew, how 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 good is this Cowboys offense? I was saying earlier when we were talking about this game coming up on Sunday, I knew that they were they were putting up some good numbers on, on offense, both in the passing game and the run game. But in researching this game, it it, it was eye opening to me to see that they're the number one offense in the NFL, putting up about four hundred fifty yards a game. That they've done that sort of quietly in terms of the the chatter that usually surrounds this Cowboys team, haven't they? Yeah, they they really have since, uh, especially after that three game losing streak uh, that they got mired in after with the the uh, opening winning the opening three games and winning it with uh, scoring over thirty points in each of those games and. 
then we got a little bogged down with the three games, and that kind of clouded uh, the fact that, you know, this offense is still being very successful despite us not winning football games. And you wouldn't know that we were number one offense in the NFL around here because they still they still get on Dak Prescott like he's not the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. And I, I just can't understand that. He's leading the number one offense in the league. He's been to the Pro Bowl twice. Uh, he's, uh, he's been to the playoffs twice. He's won a playoff game. Uh, he's done a lot more in a short period of time than a lot of quarterbacks. But around here, we still beat him up pretty good uh, despite the success he's been having. Where do you think Dak rakes among the, the league's elite? Well, you know, I I think he's in the top five for sure. You know, a lot of people don't even have him in that. They say, well, in the top ten for sure. But I think he's in the top five just based on, you know, the success he's having winning football games. He's won over, what, 40-some 40 40 football games as quarterback the Dallas Cowboys. And who do you want? You want Matthew Stafford? You know, he's having a good season. But how many playoff games has he won? How many Super Bowls? Matt Ryan? Phillip Rivers? You know, those are all prototypical-type quarterbacks, but, you know, they're not guaranteeing you success. They're not uh, giving you opportunities to uh, go to the go to the uh, playoffs and then to the Super Bowl. But And also, Dak is just a tremendous leader. I mean, you don't have to worry about him being a, a guy hanging out at night or saying the wrong things or doing the wrong things. And uh, he's a class guy. He handles the, the uh, role of being the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys very well. It doesn't overwhelm him. Overwhelm him. Uh, the players that he uh, plays with love him. The coaches love him. Jerry Jones love him, loves him. And he'll prove that eventually by giving them the money that he deserves. So uh, we like what Dak's been doing here. That to rate him, you know, I like Tom Brady. You know, I, he's pretty good. I don't think he's, I don't, I wouldn't rate Carson Wentz ahead of him. I wouldn't Jer- wait Jared Goff ahead of him. So, uh, but I put Drew Brees ahead of him. You know, Drew Brees, Drew Brees is a bad man, and Brady as well. So, that's where we. Uh, that's how I see it. So, we'll see how that plays out. Talking with former Cowboys wide receiver Drew Pearson here on Score North Live. Drew, I think it opened a lot, or, or opened a lot of eyes, raised a lot of eyebrows, I should say, when when the Cowboys paid the price that they paid to get Amari Cooper in that trade. But he has delivered and then some in terms of finally giving Dak Prescott a true number one wide receiver, hasn't he? He certainly has, and another class guy. You know, I don't know what the problem was in Oakland, but it's hard to hard for me to believe it was Amari Cooper's fault. You know, he's done nothing but class around here, low-key kind of guy. You know, he doesn't even care about discussing his contract and extension. He says he's making enough money right now. He'll go get that money later. He's concentrating on having a good season. Uh, and then, you know, on the field, I mean – his pass route running is uh, second to none. Uh, maybe not as good as uh, the guy that used to run him, Antonio Brown, but he, he's pretty sharp on his pass route running. And he has a lot of t- success in AT&T Stadium, the Cowboys' home field. I think most of his success with the Cowboys has been there. I know he's averaging over 18 yards of catch there. So uh, he's been a great addition to the team. He stretches the defense. Uh, uh, so we can run some things underneath him and uh, also puts a lot of pressure on him when we get our on the defense when we get our running game going. So uh, he's been a great addition to the Cowboys and well worth uh, the price the Cowboys paid for him. 
Drew, how good is this Cowboys defense, and 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 how much of a challenge will they present for the Vikings on on Sunday? I mean, so much up here we've made about you know Kirk Cousins and how he performs in in primetime games, and Sunday Sunday night's certainly going to be one of those big stages for Cousins and the Vikings offense. And and what sort of challenges are this Cowboys defense going to present for them? Well, you know, uh, they're very good uh, stopping the run, they're giving up less than a hundred yards a game. Russian. They're a top 10 defense. They're ranked sixth in the league. Minnesota's ranked seventh. Uh, what Minnesota can't do is get behind where now we can use our strength, which is the, the strength of that defense, which is the defensive line. And the strength of that defensive line is their ability to rush the passer, especially since we have the addition of Michael Bennett to push from the middle along with Robert Quinn on the outside. And Marcus Lawrence on the outside as well. So if Minnesota can get their running game going and keep that pass rush off balance, then I think they have a chance to have some offensive success. Our our defense uh, right now is getting better. Guys are getting healthy at this point. Had a lot of guys banged up. Guys are getting healthy at this, this point. Uh, they're playing with a lot more confidence. Uh, we're getting turnovers that we haven't been getting. Uh, so uh, the defense is definitely improving, and it's going to be a tough test for uh, Minnesota. I think our main concern is not so much uh, uh, Kirk Cousins and what he can do uh, in the passing game. I think we got to control digs on the outside since Thielen's not playing. And then the big thing is stop Cook, the running game, Dalvin Cook. I mean, he's looking real well, looking really well this season. So uh, we stopped him. I think our defense can take take control. That's where I wanted to go next. Who do you think's the better running back? Running back between Ezekiel Elliott and Delvin Cook? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you asking me that? I am. Okay, I hear you, but uh, there's no question in my mind that Zeke. You know, Delvin's uh, he's been hurt. Wasn't he hurt last year or something? And he's coming back. This year, I don't know what his to- total story is, but Zeke's been, you know, he's been the NFL's all time, uh, NFL's leading rusher, what, for the last two seasons. He's just really getting into shape after dealing with the holdout and, uh, uh, all that kind of stuff, getting used to the new play calling system, the new system we're using with Kellen Moore as offensive coordinator. We're, you're going to, you're going to see us use him a lot more in the passing game on screen passes and swing passes and things like that. Uh, so his versatility, I think, uh, outshines uh, what Cook can bring to the table. What's your impression of Kirk Cousins? Uh, you know, if things are going well, he goes well. You know, if there's a little adversity, you know, he seems to play into that adversity. He doesn't seem to have the ability to overcome it. Uh, you know, he's a good quarterback. He has the stats and all that. Uh, but... He's a quarterback, uh, I guess you could say, that's beatable. And if you put pressure on him, we know he'll make mistakes. He'll put the ball up. But if you also don't put pressure on him, give him time to throw, you know, he'll pick you apart. He has that ability as well. So, you know, he's definitely uh, one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. And he's a guy that has a lot to prove. You know, he couldn't do it at uh, uh, Washington. And now he's there in Minnesota. So he's got a lot to prove. And, uh, no, no better place to do that on a uh, Sunday night football game against the Dallas Cowboys on national TV. Are you in the prediction game, Drew? You got a prediction for us in Sunday's game? 
Yeah, I had predicted a uh, a score already for this game on my TV show, Drew Pearson Live, which will air Sunday. We tape it on uh, Mondays. It'll air Sunday. My my score prediction for this game is seventeen to fourteen. Seventeen fourteen yeah. says Drew Pearson, yeah, former Cowboys wide yeah, receiver. Yeah, I knew yeah. I knew who you had winning, Drew. Come on. Yeah, you got to recognize <laughs> the significance of that score. Why? Okay? What is so rec- significant about the score? That's the score of the Hail Mary game. Ah, ah, ah rubbing a little salt ah, in the wound, huh, Drew? Yeah, there you go. 14 Dallas. <laughs> Drew, it was a lot of fun, man. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, guys. Go, go Cowboys. There, there's former Cowboys <laughs> wide receiver Drew Pearson joining us on Score North Live. So, little uh, little backstory there. I've, I've known Drew for, for a, a few years now at a, another place of employment, uh, another place of employment, uh, Drew had a radio show, it was a radio syndication network that I worked at and used to uh, produce Drew's show that he had on for a little while. And uh, that's kind of how I knew him. But yes, very much. Uh, he he loves. <laughs> very much he, a homer. Yes. Well, and <laughs> Does he, not loves, hide it. he loves to uh, make sure that everybody knows that he did not push off on Nate Wright. And I actually believe him. I actually think I can't believe he, I out. can't believe he said Nate Wright flopped and is soft. Audiogram that that's what man. I heard. That's what I heard. Yeah, that's yeah. what I heard. He said he flopped and cornerbacks are soft. That's what Drew Pearson just said on Score North Live here on fifteen hundred scorenorth.com, the Score North Mobile app. We have the final injury report courtesy of Courtney Cronin, contributor to uh, Purple Daily of ESPN.com. Out Adam Thielen, Linvale Joseph, and Andrew Sandejo. They signed a guy who can't even play football. They went and claimed a guy off waivers who is well past his prime, is a psycho, hurts his own teammates, and on top of it all, he can't play football right now. Questionable Trey Waynes and Steven Weatherly. The Sandejo signing is like the most Browns thing that the, that the Vikings have done. Like that's a, that's a Browns thing. It really is. That's very that's very very Brownsish of the Minnesota Vikings. I don't get that at all. But Thielen, Joseph, and Sandejo out for the uh, Minnesota Vikings Sunday when they take on Drew Pearson's Cowboys.